This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with Iowa State's new head tennis coach, Jaron Maestas. Jaron had been the associate head coach at Kansas. He's also had head coaching experience from his days at Central Oklahoma. He takes over at an exciting time for Iowa State tennis. The Cyclones have new facilities on the way. And this past May, they reached the Elite Eight of the NCAA Tournament. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Jaron Maestas. Coach, first of all, welcome to Iowa State. How have the first couple of weeks gone for you? Uh, it's been it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. I've been away from my family quite a bit. Really haven't had a time to kind of sit back and look at everything, but trying to put the priorities in in place so that way we can kind of see what's going to happen. There's a lot of moving parts. Kind of the situation has to be fluid just because of where our current situation, our team. But it's been good. I've loved being in Ames. I've already hit the road recruiting quite a bit, trying to get visits lined up, trying to get some things going as quick as possible. So it's been good. Tell us about your love for the game. When did it start for you and how did your journey kind of take you into coaching? My grandfather was a fanatic of the sport of tennis. Grew up in a small town of maybe 20,000 people. Actually grew up in a ranching community of probably less than 800. But my grandfather just loved tennis. So when I was a kid, it basically started our whole family. Our whole town had a lot of people that played tennis in it, even for such a small city, not city town, that we just kind of all would go out and play. And so I started playing tennis when I was young. Being from a small town, you played every sport, but tennis was kind of the one that I kind of took off in really early. And so my grandfather started me, and it's kind of been my path to, to, to the point I am now. Coaching's always been in my path, but in a different way. Not always college coaching, collegiate coaching, wasn't necessarily the thing I thought I was going to get into, but it was kind of the start and finish of a portion of my life. I was in the private industry for 11 years, was going to get out of it, just kind of get a walk away from tennis, had a family, had a couple injuries, stumbled into college coaching, and then the last nine years I've just fallen in love with the collegiate side of it, kind of got my, brought my passion back for tennis. So college tennis kind of saved me in a way that I might have stepped away and been in the business world or doing something else, but the competitiveness came back out in collegiate tennis. What was it about the position and the opportunity in Ames that made you feel, yes, I want to do this? You know, I'm pretty connected with Iowa State just because we were in the Big 12 the last two years at, at, at University of Kansas. I've known Boomer, kind of reached out to him during COVID and was, was speaking to him. But what really got me is I had something always in the back of my gut about this situation when I knew it was a vacant position. Wasn't really sure about how to go about it. Wasn't really sure where I was at in my life. I got two young boys and then uh, had a conversation with Callie over the phone. Kind of was had mixed feelings on it. I was still torn between being loyal to, to my previous boss, being loyal to, to not finishing a job I had done. And every day I had this weird feeling in the back of my gut that this is, was a place I should have been. So I, I, I battled with that internally for about six days. Um, then I had a, a message to Kelly saying that I would like to re-entertain re the idea of Ames. But it was always kind of for those nine days, it was always in the back of my mind. Everything I was doing, I couldn't ever get past it. I just had to go through my own process to kind of get to the position to even say it out loud. And then the second I talked to, to Mr. Pollard, uh, I knew I was in the right spot. I knew I was making the right decision to even have that conversation. Uh, I think it's, it's who I am as a person. I think Iowa State kind of really exemplifies what I believe in, it really is the place that I want to call home for the rest of my career. 
So it was it was a it was definitely a kind of a, a a whole package coming together. You mentioned that you spent the last few years as associate head coach in the Big 12 at Kansas under Todd Chapman. Does that experience within the conference help? And then also, what do you take with you from your time with Coach Chapman? You know, I think it does. I remember when I got my first job in college athletics eight years ago. At Central Oklahoma, I wasn't quite prepared. I got thrown into the fire. I wouldn't have been prepared for a position like this. As I went through that process, and then I was ready for the associate head position at Kansas. Coach Chapman has taught me a lot. He's super calm, collective. He has patience. Uh, I was kind of a little bit more still shooting at the hip because I was still learning the process. So that really helped me. And then just being around the Big 12. You, you can know tennis. I know how to coach tennis. I know how to be involved in, 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 the, in the developmental side of our athletes. But just understanding the landscape, understanding what can be successful, what will be successful, kind of the direction that college athletics is going in general in the Big 12, the addition of the new teams, with the teams leaving the conference, the different pathways to do it. I think we had a pretty tight-knit group of people in the Big 12, but Coach Chapman really opened his door and kind of really helped me prepare for this moment. You mentioned you were also a head coach in five very successful seasons in Central Oklahoma. Having had a chance to kind of step back from being a head coach the last couple of years, do you approach it differently this time around? I think it gave me a, a small sample size of what to do and what not to do. More of how to approach it on a daily basis. As a head coach, a lot of times you're making decisions without a mentor, without someone, you know, at the small college level, you don't really have an assistant coach all the time to bounce ideas off of or you know don't really have that same support staff that you might become things you might become frustrated with um, at the small college level and then you take it all on your own shoulders and kind of run with it being at the big 12 level I've been able to kind of sit back and go okay well you have the resources you have a good strength program you have a good athletic training you know your support staff is is tremendous so it allowed me to take some of those hats off and just really hone in on what, what my strengths are. So now coming to Iowa State, I feel like I've been able to step back, realize what I'm going to be good at, how to delegate to my assistant coach, how to delegate to uh, my support staff, and how to ask for help from the Iowa State community around me. You mentioned having a new assistant coach. Tell us about him. Kind of when I started this process, I knew that I wanted to be a head coach again. I started making a list of candidates. I started making a list of who I thought I would work well with. So over the last eight years, just being you know, in the national tournament, seeing guys who had built programs or girls who had built programs, kind of started seeing who I thought was doing a really good job and, and kind of fit with my coaching style. So I've hired a guy by the name of Yair Banuelos. We kind of have a, a, a tie, but not really a close tie. He was the head coach at Western New Mexico University where I also played and I watched what he did there. He, you know, I played on that program, so I was very familiar with it. Watched him win a couple of conference championships there. Watched him take Auburn Montgomery and do very well when they're transitioning between NAI and, and uh, Division II. For a guy like him, he's, he's made it by really the hard work. He's taken two programs every season, men's and women's programs. He's recruiting double the amount of athletes. He's been successful. He's running double the amount of practices that other people are. He's you know, managing double the budgets, double the schedules. So to me, some of the most successful coaches uh, that I've noticed lately in, in college athletics are starting to creep up with guys who were Division II guys, um, Simon Earnshaw at uh, NC State and Dave uh, Secker. There's some guys that you know, are very, very good coaches at that level, and they just understand kind of what the climate is, and they tend to work really, really hard. I'm a small college guy, so I, I found this guy, and and I'm really excited about getting him here on campus names. 
Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. So you've seen firsthand how far the Iowa State program has come in recent years and the future seems even more exciting with the commitment Jamie Pollard has to the facilities in the program. What did you admire kind of watching from a distance with the growth of Iowa State tennis and how much of that can you carry over into your time here? I was a lot closer than people know to the program. I considered the staff friends. We were playing at the Big 12 tournament at Kansas this year. They beat us first round and then we're playing against Oklahoma and I was there enjoying it as a fan. I was there supporting the girls. Like I wanted them to win so bad because I knew Boomer had done it the right way. Um, I knew that this program was built from a foundation. It was a job maybe five, six years ago that people were, were not even talking about on the mainstream in the Big 12. And to watch someone go to those feats was, was amazing. But it was also amazing the girls that were around. I think that's, that's kind of the important part. I may only get to coach one when I was on that previous team, but I have a relationship with all of them in a weird way. Not, not directly, but I, I've spoken to them and, and always been a fan and respected what they did. Our matches were always respectful and they were, were, uh, were battles. They were never, sometimes they can, you know, matches you can leave and it feels dirty, almost, you know, you don't feel like it was a clean contested match or other things happen. I thought with Iowa State, it was always a good battle. And, and so I'm, I'm excited about that moving forward. Now, where we go, I have to block out the noise of what the team was, to be honest with you. In my first couple of years, I got I to gotta stay on my path and not, not put what the past is here at Iowa State because we're, we're a rebuild. To go from an Elite Eight situation, being eight in the country, to a com complete rebuild and a complete rebuild in probably less than a month. I have to keep that in mind and I have to keep that in sight, not let the negativity creep in, not only to myself, but you know, to the other players, if we're not as successful as that. An Elite Eight run could maybe never happen here again. That's not the intention, but it's one of the most phenomenal, probably one of the best coaching jobs and best team situations that I've seen put together in, in college tennis history on the women's side, especially. It just doesn't happen that way. So, you know, to all the other people from the outside that may not know that, it may seem like, oh, that's just the normal. It's not, and so for me, I got to block that noise out, and I got to make sure our girls understand that our expectation is still the same. Like our our intentions are still to get to that level, but there's now going to be a new process. There's now going to be a new build, and I think that'll be very important for us. Every program kind of has an identity. Ultimately, what would you like the identity for Iowa State tennis to be under your direction? I think the the big thing for me is I'm going to get the best players from the best places that fit our program the best. You know, for me in the, in the past, I, I haven't done things the traditional route as we go. I, I, when I was at Central Oklahoma, I didn't do it the traditional way. I was told, you know, international is the way you gotta go. I think I had six, five of my six players are from the U.S. at the current time on my top six when I, when I left Central Oklahoma. And I didn't do that intentionally. I just found the best players that fit my system, my culture the best, and then bought into where they were at. So I think that's going to be the, the key for us here at Iowa State is I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I have, an, I have a blueprint, but I'm not afraid to throw that in the trash if I feel like it's in the wrong direction and rebuild it. Uh, I hope I don't ever have to do that, but you know, you got to have a plan A, B, and C. So I think the direction will be is just finding the best kids that fit our culture, that want to be here at Iowa State. College athletics now is a little bit tricky in, in the landscape of loyalty and you know being purposeful i think the previous team that boomer had was pretty loyal this was a special place in their heart i think that will be the key for me to find kids in the same situation 
take me a little bit deeper into the recruiting. So what will be your approach here at Iowa State, do you think, uh, as far as, you know, do you look for the best uh, players within this country? Do you look internationally? Do you look at both? I know that Kansas had quite a few international players as well. So what do you think might work best here? I think we're going to rely heavily on international students in the long run. Right now, you know, in this build process, we're short on time. So, you know, I am looking at things more American-based, but I also like that idea as well. I think my core, I think, to be honest with you, my core is going to come with kids who maybe understand the brand of Iowa State. I think it's a little bit easier for American-based student-athletes to understand something like that. Just because they see it on TV, they, they may have a regional connection. For me, in the recruiting process, it's going to be about my personal connection to those athletes, being able to maybe spend a little bit more time with our American students in the recruiting process, get to them, access to them a little bit more, and build those relationships with coaches, players, academies that now want to send their, their student athletes here will be huge. But I'm not naive to think that, you know, when it, it doesn't exactly work that way, that I will have an international route. I have a different base than Yair. We both speak fluent Spanish, so that's a good thing, but Yair's from Mexico City, so he's got a very big tie in, in, in the Spanish communities. His wife is from Australia. So we're gonna, we're gonna branch out, and I think we're gonna tag team what our approach is. When we finally sit down in person and, and map it out, I, I could tell you a little bit more what our exact idea is for, for Iowa State. For quality, comfortable, and authentic styles on Cyclone Game Days and Every Day, insist on authentic brand sportswear, the premium alternative gear of choice in the Midwest and across the nation. Choose authentic brand for your game day styles. You mentioned that you've taught the sport of tennis for many years now, even before you got into coaching. So in your eyes, what are the keys to successful player development? Uh, the key to successful player development is getting players who believe in you. You can believe in a player all you want, but if they don't believe in what you're saying, they don't buy into you on a daily basis and everything you say from, from the littlest of things, then, then it, it's not going to be successful. And I think the development side of it will be when everybody gets on campus and they understand the direction that it's going, that we can make sure that they understand why we're doing it. A big thing for me is going to be the purpose of the purpose of the tough times, the purpose of, you know, being in this facility still until we get our new one built, being, you know, hey, we might take some lumps this year, you know, they, they're going to we're gonna have a target on our back, you know, Iowa State beat up on some people last year. So kids are going to be willing to go through that process. I found it very quickly in the first three weeks, very surprised that those relationships really did matter. Um, in my recruiting process, you know, I've been recruiting for another university for the last two years and then these kids weren't about maybe the name, it was more they were also about the relationship I had developed with them. So, you know, those are the kids that I want, I want to be here at Iowa State anyways. One of the great weapons Boomer had in his time at Iowa State was great doubles teams. It seems like it just takes so much pressure off singles if you can consistently win that doubles point. Is your approach similar and how do you go about matching players together to get your best doubles teams together. That's the most important point in my opinion in college tennis. Just from a momentum standpoint, it's a free point. If you have a really good doubles point, it's, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people got away from because you know you have six points relied in singles and one from doubles, but that doubles point kind of sets the tone. We will be emphasizing that a lot. Where I've been at in the past, I've had a lot of success as well in doubles. But I also, even in my first year at Kansas, we didn't have a great doubles. For some reason, we couldn't get a doubles point, and we found a way to be in a lot of matches. But then we corrected that going into my second year. I think that'll be, even going into this season, it'll be an advantage for us. When we get a doubles point, and we can be good in doubles, 
that one point gives us a little bit of belief going into our singles point. As far as matching players up, that's going to be about the chemistry between the girls. You know, I like to have the same philosophies for everybody, but sometimes even having the same philosophies, same skill set, sometimes it's just about that comfort level. I think Boomer's teams did a really good job of that connection. A lot of them from the same country. You know, a lot of them were uh, knew each other for a long time. I know there was multiple teams that had played together for more than one season together. I think that can be good. I just don't have that luxury right now. So we'll, we'll, we'll devise, a, devise a plan and kind of build from there. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. Last spring, it was just so cool to see hundreds of Iowa State fans attending the NCAA matches that Iowa State hosted on the way to the Elite Eight. What are your thoughts on the ceiling for Iowa State tennis with so much enthusiasm surrounding the program right now? I know it's going to be a challenge. You mentioned that, especially kind of starting over with the roster. But when you see what Jamie's doing with the facilities and you see how excited people are in Ames about Iowa State tennis, what does that make you think? It's exciting. I think one strength of mine is going to be the community outreach. I think something that's going to be big for me is going to not only get them excited about what the result was. You know, I don't want it to, to have a belief of it takes an Elite Eight team to get people into the stands. I, I think consistency, I think competitive nature, I think having kids who are good kids, kids who are going to represent the program and make sure there's, they're, they're not, you know, no negative light shined on it. I think that's going to be the key to, to getting people back behind it. I'm really big on an open door. I, I've never met a stranger, so you know, I, I want to meet the Iowa State community. I want to meet the fans. I'm an open door, answer any, any questions as, as why we're doing things the way we are. I feel like that's been a strength of mine uh, throughout my coaching career. If you go back and look at my past and, and, and things I kind of did even for the game of tennis at Central Oklahoma and, and some of my, my things there, I'm excited to be back in the head coaching role as well so then I can also take my own approach to that and it'd be about how I design my program to be built that way. The student athlete experience is about so much more than just practicing and, and playing. How do you feel you'll connect with the players and how important will that life part of the equation be in their development? The one part for me is I get I get an, a unique situation because they're outside of Anna there is no one else that's already been a part of this culture. So I kind of almost get to start my culture from day one I will have some players that I, I've known from the past, maybe joining us here at Iowa State, people who I know how I have done things in the past. Uh, but I think the, the, the part is on the student athlete part is getting them to, to understand there's no unplugging of what was done with Boomer and have that expectation. Can't take away from what they did, but it's not what it was in the past. And understanding kind of our connection I think because in the recruiting process, I'm really well connected with these kids. I really spend a lot of time getting to know them as people. That's going to allow me to be a little bit more successful quicker than, than most because it's not just a quick, hey, I've talked to this kid for one week. Now, I am going to have those situations come up because that's just the nature of the beast. But I really like to dig into their mom, their dad, what they have going on in their families, and then really build off that relationship to get them to buy into what we're going to be doing here. You mentioned that you understand the challenge you're taking on. To have just one player returning, is it's, it's an uphill battle. What was it that made you say, I understand that, I get it, but I think I can do it? I've always been on myself. I've been, I've been counted out my whole life. Small town boy. I, I told a story to someone the other day that 
my aunt told me when I left to college, she said, I'll bet, bet you a steak dinner and it'll be back in two weeks. And when I graduated college, I walked into her house and said, hey, you owe me a steak dinner. <laughs> so for me, I think it motivates me. I think those kind of challenges are what excite me, actually. I don't like the easy route. I, I, to be honest with you, you know, a lot of people pick and choose their jobs. Like, oh, I want, I want to go to a certain college that, you know, yeah, you're going to be successful there. Um, I don't, I'm not saying Iowa State is not that, but location-wise, it's just a little bit different than most of, of, of the, the schools that have been successful in women's tennis. When I look at it as a challenge, and it excites me, it kind of really, to be honest with you, the last two weeks I felt freer than I have in a long time. And maybe some decision making, maybe a little bit better to express my how I'm really feeling about the build. Uh, I think there for a while I was starting to get a little bit holding on to like what's our next step, how do we get to that next level, what do we do? I think right now I'm back to to who I am at the core, and I think that's that's what's really exciting me and, and is going to allow me to take on this challenge with no fear, uh, with no reservation. You mentioned you're kind of building a roster as we speak. Once they're all here, what's the most important thing that you want them to understand right from the get-go as you get ready for your first season at Iowa State? I've been very transparent in the recruiting process. I've told them straight from the get-go, even these kids I'm talking to, and I'm, and I'm not completed in my roster by any means, but I've said to them, I said, this is the situation we're in. We could have four here in the fall, we could have five here, we could have six here. Can't guarantee you nothing. But if you don't want to sign up for something that's uncertain, that's not a challenge, then, then don't commit to come to here because I'm going to tell you that there is going to be some uncertainty. That's also being honest with the athlete, and I think that's comforting to them. When Anna said she was coming back to Iowa State, I was like, hey, you know, look, there's not a guarantee we're going to have a season. There's not a guarantee that we're there. And I was very excited that Anna's first response was, I'm, I'm coming back. We're ready to go. She's had a very successful last two weeks on the, on the pro tour. She's had a very successful week, at, at week uh, this week as well. So it's really exciting for me that she was willing to sign up for it. Now, why? I don't know if it was for a relationship that we had, but whatever Iowa State has meant to her has apparently struck a chord in her heart, and that's important, so I can live with that. In this recruiting process, that's gonna be the same with every kid that we bring in, is like, you gotta understand why you're here, you gotta understand you know, that it's gonna mean something. Everybody talks about the team they had last year, but what if this team is successful? Then we're the team that everybody's talking about. We're the team that got built in three weeks that everybody could be talking about again. Not saying Elite Eight, but what is gonna be measured in success will be very interesting to me. Jaron, welcome to Iowa State. It's awesome to have you here, and we wish you nothing but success. And I can tell you're going to have success, so wish you well. Thank you. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.